Hey, hey, we should do an intro. No, we shouldn't. How will they know we're the theater boys? They'll just know, okay? Hello again, everyone. Back in the setting of a car instead of a basement. <laughs> because we went to the movies this time. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. <laughs> we just saw Kingsman. Which, wild, I will say a wild ride, as my first words. Yeah, what? no, loved it. Loved it, excellent. Oh my goodness, everyone. If you weren't planning to see it, I tell you to go see it now, and you can listen to our reasons why later, or not, and just go see it on that recommendation. But man, what a fun, fun ride, especially juxtaposing other things that are out right now that are kind of soft reboot reboots thinking of the matrix and just even in its own franchise Mwah! is it is the garlic and pasta sauce is what i say i mean this was definitely a hidden gem i can't like also i'm glad somebody knows how to make movies still and make trailers for those movies mm. because i had no like after the first 30 minutes or so, all of it was pretty new. Yep. You had no idea who, who was who and what was what and where things were going on and happening. Um, which made the movie really enjoyable to watch. Yeah. You don't know these characters. You don't know anything about them. They're just, they exist and you're watching their story and that was that. Mm. And it wasn't like, oh yeah, they spoiled that person in this and oh, if you watch the trailer, you can see this person get kicked by nobody. Cough, cough, Spider-Man. And then, you know, spoilers about, because there isn't really anything to spoil in the trailers, and they kept a lot of it a really, really good secret. Um, yeah, I, I'm just thinking of, like, even uh, the, the main thing, which is the villain, which all the trailers were like, Rasputin is the villain. He is the bad guy. And then you get into the first 30 minutes, and you're like, oh, he is a bad guy, but not the bad guy and it just it just blew my mind uh which yeah like when you're when you're expecting a villain to be the main villain and then the henchman you're like ooh more conniving like that that bond specialty that i think they're on brand for doing sometimes it's like mm, amazing <sighs> yeah i just i really enjoyed the characters i really enjoyed i thought Rasputin's character was just amazing Wild. <laughs> it was some of the best, like, what is even happening acting I've seen in a very long mm. time. Um, the franchise definitely has its super unique, like, fighting kind of, like, goofy, yet not so goofy fights. Yeah. Um, and this, like, they lean into Rasputin's ballet dancing in this. Like, you can kind of tell that from the trailer, and it was just still a ton of fun. Mm. Um, like, the franchise, so... They did something really interesting. We're not getting into the spoilers yet, but they uh, they kind of changed the tone of it mm, compared yes. to the previous two movies. Yes. It still was very much so a Kingsman movie, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, um, I don't know how you say it. Like, it wasn't like that goofy, like humored, funny, it wasn't the whole time. It wasn't loose with its graphic humor, I'd say. Yeah. I'd say the the first two that are set in the future have a lot more graphic humor, whereas this has no graphic humor whatsoever. Yeah. Also uh, had, uh, like, 
way less like Quentin Tarantino-esque vibes in yes. the fighting and the, the explosions and whatever. Not that I mean that's not necessarily a mark against the movie. I very much so enjoyed the first two, but yeah. it's a very different yet same movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just how they chose to do it. Now I don't know if this is because they wanted to kind of reset things and still kind of work with the IP and do something different. But regardless, they hit the nail on the head and it was it was great. It was a really fun watch, really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters were fun. They really laid on the development of those characters, specifically the main character, before we get into spoilers, I won't say too much, but in a way I don't think we've seen in a single movie in a very long time. I think Marvel kind of gets to have their cake and eat it too with doing hours and hours and hours and hours and film after film after film after film of building up a character, and they do it really slowly and not very well sometimes, and then they just kind of lump it in all at once. But this was, I think, done very well right out of the gate. Yeah, and very well for an action movie because what I find is dramas do very well at building up their characters and surrounding them with their motives and their that the psyche of, of that character and we come to understand them. But not with action movies, it can be less so. You understand like their their base drive and you don't really get more to the character. Where I as I think the the father son dynamic here is completely and fully done as as like character development for those two and I was very well pleased with their like aha moments as well as like okay it's time to buck up and do it moments I thought worked very well yeah they really did they developed two full characters in the course of that entire movie yeah. And I mean, I think they part of that was they developed those characters through the action scenes, right? Like, they didn't give you a bunch of, oh, I'm talking and flashbacks and this and that. It was, you were watching the characters develop in real time yeah. through various traumatic experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was really, really well done. Do we want to hop into spoilers now? Yes, we can hop into the spoilers. Oh my gosh, they killed his son. Un- completely unexpected. I was like, so, so this, setting the scene, he's crossing the battlefield after going on a little night recon mission where there's a lot of action, really good, very thriller. Oh that that hand to hand fight Ooh. with the freaking mechanized German dudes, that was magnificent. That was amazing. And and so he goes to re- there's the soldier in the middle who has information regards to the war. So he goes and he's like, you know what? I realized my dad was right. I shouldn't have gone to battle. I shouldn't have gone to the war. I shouldn't have joined up. But I'm going to save you if it's the last thing I do uh, type of moment. And he takes him on his shoulders. And it's this entire, like, minute, maybe two-minute end scene of him getting back. And you're just like, I was on the edge of my seat. Because oh, Kingsman's so known for just blowing people up. I mean, they literally wasted their entire cast to get the second movie, so... Yeah. We kind of figured all the gloves were off. Yeah. So as he he goes across the field, he gets kind of blown forward by an explosion. And you see him land, and the person uh, that he's carrying lands, uh, the person that he's carried uh, dies, unfortunately, from the blast. And then he's still alive, but he's not supposed to be there in the first place. It's his dad was like you know, pulled some strings and he's like, I want my son to be a mailman in the army, not actually in the army. And his son didn't like that, so he switched places with another soldier. 
which gets into the fickle part of they didn't let anyone else know in the regiment that he switched places. And somebody who knew this other soldier realized he wasn't who he said he was and assumed he was a German spy. And shot him and killed him. And literally, I, w- I was aghast. I was like, no, like what? The horrors of war are real. I do not want this reality. Please stop. I watched 1917. I didn't come here for this. <laughs> this is what you're giving me. Fine. I am no. I am the one who complains that movies aren't gritty enough. And quite fine, frankly, this one, this one did it for me. Yep. This one was like the. You're gonna make me feel what the characters are. I'm going to understand why they do what they do. Mm. And you know what? I'm gonna. Agree. I'm going to agree with them. And I, they did that very well. Yep. They built up this uh, the son's character. They made you like him. They made you love him. They made you feel for him. They made you want to see him to succeed in what he wanted to do. And he did everything. He got the icing on the cake. He was safe from the Germans. The guy was like, look, man, you're a hero. I'm going to go take you back to the back lines, and then you're going to get a parade. That was the gist. And then, I mean, quite frankly, the Scottish guy, I don't really blame him. You just nope. protected somebody who you thought was carrying a German soldier who just brought German information over to your lines, and now all of a sudden, you know, he's saying he's your friend? Mm-hmm. You know who your friend is. He's not your friend. Um, and it's just, oh my gosh. And it really, it kind of puts the, the movie, you know, in a whole direction yep. towards its, its third act there. And quite frankly, I think they did a really good job of the um, tying in actual historic events to it. As mm-hmm. a little bit of a history buff, I had some fun with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they actually killed the son, which I just didn't think was going to happen because uh, I feel movies don't really do a good job of that nowadays. Mm-hmm. And, and they did. Yeah. And they delivered. They did an excellent job. And I think even the, the after part like the pivotal moment for when the dad hears the news and he goes into this entire depressive depressive episode which is like so well done I think of you see him when he receives the news you see him at the memorial service and then you see him you know days later when he's still drinking all these bottles of, of whiskey and not doing anything because his son died um, after uh, the so the, the movie starts out to give a little preface the the mother um, dies out in the field with the father and son and the mom's like you know don't let our son go to war don't you know don't make sure that this doesn't happen in the future and then he fails her words you know the father fails his, his wife's words given to him all those years ago and it's just like this huge grief bomb that just hits and I think it's very properly done and shown that it's not out of the blue. It's not, it doesn't feel awkward and, and it feels so well. And then the good old slap from the, the comrades, uh, of, of the, uh, the net na- quote nanny, um, that they have is just very well done. Just like get yourself together at the moment, you know? Yep. And I mean, it was just, the whole thing was just. I, I don't. I don't remember how long the runtime of the movie was. It didn't it, feel long at all. It was touch and go for me at the beginning. I don't really know why. 
Um, I was just having trouble kind of getting into it. And then after a Rasputin fight, I was full yeah. set. Rasputin, 100% weird. Yeah, well, I think that's what brought it back into the Kingsman world. Because up until that point, there wasn't anything over the top. Mm. Like, everyone was just kind of very, like, just normal villainy. Like, yeah. you know, the was it the second one? You had Samuel L. Jackson, who was just, like, the Mad Hatter. No, the first one was Samuel L. Jackson. Was the first the one. second one was the woman in the retro. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah. And she uh, kidnapped Elton John. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, like, that... that that's where it, like, kind of differed from the other two movies was, again, like we were talking about before, like, this one was, they grounded it more in less goofy humor. You yeah. don't have... There's no goofy villains, I would say, other than Rasputin's kind of a goofy villain, but the main villain is not eccentric or goofy yeah, what or they, strange. What they did with the characters in this, and, like, we were even talking during the movie, there wasn't a lot of people in the theater, so we could talk during the movie, about <laughs> Rasputin was he they kind of took that historical embodiment of him of the guy who can't die yeah. and they try to kill multiple times multiple different ways and they brought that into the movie inside of like a five minute fight scene and it was it was really cool yeah. um so i think that's what they're kind of going for with this is they're they're taking these characters and they're taking whatever lore existed about them and just blowing you know out of proportions i yeah. think this was a test of that yeah and i i thought that was really well done um mm. If you're not, if you don't know the history of these characters, it's just going to be like a really goofy villain. So I'm really curious as to how someone who isn't familiar with that might look at it. Regardless, though, it was yeah. fun to watch. Um, and like, it wasn't like in your face about these things. So it's like, man, why is this guy like so hard to kill? Yeah. Um, or, or even for me, when he was doing like the whole healing thing, like not his whole entire lore of Rasputin is that he was a healer and that he could literally heal anyone. This was a huge thing. And he fixes the main character's leg. And we're, I'm, an, I'm just like... I didn't... That's right. That stayed the, whole, the rest of the movie. Yeah. And you're just like, he actually healed his leg for a movie that's not... That felt so grounded, but yet brought in this historical figure that is... Ungrounded. Mystical. <laughs> like, that is completely not according to the logic that we have today. And it was just beautiful i thought it was a, a beautiful just like touches really that they're putting really, in. really really fun yeah. um i think i mean yeah i just like i'm just going now in my head over all the different contrasts between the first two movies and this movie's like you don't have somebody getting their head slam dunked into a meat grinder yeah like, that's not something that happened in this movie very much so stepped away from like the quentin tarantino gratuitous violence yeah. and like that's not to say the fight scenes weren't fantastic over the top oh my crazy. goodness crazy like again because they just they just take everything and they turn it up to 10. And that's what I went there to see. And that's what I got. Um, and I'm very happy about that. Yeah, I thought they did a great job. The sword fights, having the camera as a part of the sword. Uh, and so you feel the vibrations when they hit. Well, they did to a, me, they just did a did lot a great of POV job. shots. Did you notice that? Like yeah. The, the, the night fight, the pl airplane, uh, the sword. Mm. Um, a lot of kind of like weird, like you know, you have the POV of the sword, the POV of the knife, the POV yeah. of like parts of the plane, so on and so forth. There are various characters. Yeah, I like that. I like to see see people try yeah. it. Like the whoever I don't know if it's the director or whoever is in charge of that aspect of it is very much so not afraid to try new things. Yeah. Um, the sword scene made it into the trailer with like the 
there's like the split second of you looking down the sword shaft, but there's a, a little bit longer of that. And it fits, and it doesn't like make the fight hard to keep track of at all or anything because mm. it, you're, the camera is kind of moving with all of this, and you're moving with the characters, and it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I just think it's incredibly creative. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought they did a nice callback when they did the. They, so they were fighting in, up against a projector, and they got yes. their sword fight projected onto the, like the wall, and I was like. This, like, reminiscent of, like, old movies of how they would just show the, the shadows of them fighting and not actually them fighting. I was like, this is, this is cinema. I didn't even pick up on that, yeah. I, I mean, it was, it was the best sword fight I've seen in a very long time, and I've seen a lot of Star Wars movies. <laughs> um, I, was, I was literally thinking about that in the final fight scene between uh, the two characters, and this, I'm like, this is a better sword fight than Star Wars. I don't understand what Star Wars did wrong, but that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> it was beautiful. Um, and then... The, the the way it ended was so beautiful, I think, like, wrapping everything up. No, oh, they're universing it. Yeah, and they're... To me, I was so unexpected. I didn't think going into this movie they were going to come up with, like, a, a, a leap-off point. I thought they were just going to do one prequel and call it a day, and they no. are definitely not doing that. I mean, history, there's a sequel to what this one was about. Yes. So... So... I will just say stick around, you know, for the, uh, for the, uh, uh, the credits. You, uh, you might see a famous painter with a great mustache you might recognize, you know. A really angry famous painter. You might say he had the, uh, right side of art on his... That was, a, that was a forced joke. I was trying to do it. That was not the right way to do it. Um, yeah, so there's an after the credits scene that we had zero idea about, but because we like to sit and talk, we ended up being there for. Yeah. I think we're the only ones in the theater. And, uh, yeah, there might be a little surprise for a line. Yeah. Um, our our so, great communist leader and our great socialist leader have a good handshake moment. Yeah, I mean, neither of them are great people terrible yeah i mean this is i i'm like okay so yeah hitler they introduced hitler <laughs> in after the credits scene like i don't know it'd be like less it's like uncomfortable because hitler's a really bad dude but like yeah. he's their thanos now yeah. like at the end of avengers when there's like this dude in the background and he's like yeah i'm the bad guy it's like well now there's hitler <laughs> actual hitler oh my what God. is his fight scene gonna be like paintbrushes i don't Paint. i'm picturing jojo rabbit <laughs> i just don't yes yes i don't know what's going to happen and i demand uh. to see the sequel i mean they're, they're they're clear i mean unfortunately history had already planned the sequel for them this movie being about world war one but yes. like i don't know what they're going to do and i am incredibly excited mm. um yeah just and then, like you brought up too, like okay, and then after that, what if they do the Cold War? What is that going to? Be? Then yeah, you that would be dope. Like, could you imagine like a turned up to ten? Cast or like show? Korean War? Like, I don't know. I mean, we don't. It's the Forgotten War. We don't talk. about We that. talk about that. But I, I was really impressed that they had such a strong cast for this movie, and then the cast that even the supporting actors that were left that are going into the next movie are still so strong. Like, mm. I looked at the table that was, like, the Kingsmen table, and you look at that, and I'm like, they had a lot of strong actors that I just didn't notice at first because they were passing by and they had facial hair, and I was like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, the facial hair in this movie was turned up to 11. That yeah, was, was the tight. mustache game. The mustache game. 
oh, there was like definitely some guy like just flipping through the old pictures of these guys, just like <laughs> what ridiculous mutton chops uh, were they wearing back then? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it's. I'm very excited. I think they're. I, I like that it's not forcing. Like they they were. I don't think they were setting out to do anything crazy, but they definitely left room for a sequel. Yeah. Uh, and in a world full of massive name DC Marvel Star Wars type franchises just getting churned over and over again. It's nice to see something a little new. Yeah. Um, I almost want to say they remade... I don't really... Are ones PG-13 or R? They were R. This one was PG-13? I have no clue. It, it had to be. I'll have to look. But I definitely think they... I'm going to go look it up right now while we're talking. But I definitely we're think talking, they, they made it more... He's going to look uh, it up. I don't want to say family-friendly, but, like, I think that's the direction they were going for. It was a lot more wholesome. Yes. For sure. Very. Le- I felt like in others, there was more, like, sexual humor, whereas this didn't... It was just crude humor. Like, it was, yeah. like, a Seth Rogen movie mixed with the Quentin Tarantino movie, yeah. and I loved every second of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... Yeah, it was just very wholesome, some comical giggles. I I didn't expect the Tywin Lannister actor to be in this movie at first, because I didn't see him in the trailer. And it was a nice surprise to see him back acting. Like, I was refreshed, because I... Where was he? Who was he? He was the British general that got blown up in the ship. Oh! Yeah! Look, man, the mustaches are... That's what's still rated R. Yeah. Um, the mustaches are... But, dude, like, you had to question it. Like, it wasn't, like... Like, oh, yes, it's very clearly... Getting... Yeah, the mustache game really throws you off of everyone in here. I mean, except for uh, the main character. What's his name? Brian Kingsley? I forget. Uh, he was the only one who was unmustached. Yeah, the only unmustached man. I love all the characters. They're all over the top. Fantastic. It's beautiful. Do recommend watching yeah, all of I think it. Yeah, I think we've watch covered it again. all the, the points. Yeah, it was a beautiful, fun movie. Watch it with your brother, with your sister... Not with your mother yeah, or I was your say, father. Not with your mom or dad. Yeah, well, you can watch it with your mom and dad. No, you, you can, can watch it with your dad. You can watch it with your dad. Not you with your watch mom. It with my mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She get bored halfway through. Yeah, yeah. Do watch it with a goat if you. are uh, <laughs> It's very relevant. Very, yeah, very relevant. Very relevant. And if you own a cashmere scarf, do you know fact check the movie for us? If you get to that point in the movie, which I think you will, you'll enjoy cas- the great. cashmere scarf moment. Um, but yeah, we hope you enjoyed our little talk and we'll see you in our next one.